welcome back to another episode of Friends from Work, a podcast about all things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Robbie, he's Kyle, and today we have an episode that we have been promising for some time. Today, we are finally going to do the hard work of nailing down definitively our rankings to date going into the final <laughs> Avengers films. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we felt like this is a good time to clarify, considering we've watched 20 movies so far, we have two to go, mm-hmm. so all of our numbers are going to be 1 through 20 right now, and we'll fill out the rest of the ranking, obviously, later. Right. But, yeah, we've we've kind of moved these around, we've changed scores, we've argued about <laughs> it, and we've sat with it a little more, so this is Kyle and Robbie's official pre-Avengers Infinity War rankings. Yes. I also want to say, it's interesting, you know, when we first started this podcast last September, one of our first Marvel Let's was about how we were going to rank these films. Right. And what's funny is, fast forward all these movies later, I don't know that I have a much better picture of how I like to do it. Right. I think it's good for me to stop giving each movie a number score because... What happened was I started changing my number score to get it to fit on my list. Yeah. And I didn't think that was fair. Like sometimes there are movies that are objectively, I think, just better made. Like critics would look at and say, this is well done, that I just don't prefer or vice versa. Right. So this list, I think it's not necessarily which movie is the most rewatchable. It's not necessarily how was the first experience. It's not necessarily which is the best made. It's just what my gut is telling me after all those factors put together. So that's where I'm at. I kind of like the idea of using our number scores to the extent we have them, which I've kind of stepped away from those as well. Um, But using those more as the objective measure Like the idea that you can have something ranked lower with a higher number score than something you have ranked higher, you know, because I feel like the rankings more reflect our own personal preferences. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, I think for this, we can just go through our rankings themselves. People that have been listening closely will notice that my list has changed a good deal, well, through the whole podcast, but now <laughs> it has changed some from what I've said uh, in prior weeks. So this is, after careful reflection, my list, my ranking, <laughs> I'm ready. And I've given you a sufficiently hard time about it to this point. So true. Yep. I feel like I got my mocking out. We're ready to do our actual lists. Um <laughs> And lastly, before we start, it's important mm-hmm. to say you can follow us on social media at the FFW Podcast. And I know I say that every week, but it's especially important this week because if you're confused by us talking about this for the next however many minutes, you can go on Instagram, Facebook, yes. Twitter, and see a picture of where we're at. It's probably yep. easier to see it that way. But we're going to give you a little more information about each one here. A little pizzazz. So, yeah, just a little, you know, a little tease of our social media, but also you still want to be here. So it's just kind of a little, right. you know, give and take. <laughs> okay, so Robbie and I are going to start with our tier system, mm-hmm. which again, I kind of like because I think my objective like movie critic brain is able to put a movie into a tier whereas after it's in the tier, it's more just a preference thing for me. So right. Robbie and I both have six of the 20 movies we've watched in our bottom tier. 
And I'm going to try to talk really clearly because this is going to get confusing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my lowest film, number 20 of 20, is The Incredible Hulk. Uh-huh. Then I go to Thor 1, just Thor. Then Thor The Dark World. Now, I want to clarify one thing already right there. To me... If I had to do four tiers, Hulk is like its own tier. It's just objectively not a very good movie to me. Now, I'm not trying to be offensive if you like it, but right. it's it's just an incredibly ugh, movie. For the you. first two Thors, for me, <laughs> the first two <laughs> Thors are significantly better, but we're only doing three tiers, so they fall on that as well. So right. I go Hulk, Thor, Thor the Dark World, Ant-Man, mm -hmm. Captain Marvel, Oh, and whew. then Iron Man 2. And that's where I'm drawing the line. So that's wow. Hulk 20, Thor 19, Thor the Dark World 18, Ant-Man 17, Captain Marvel 16, and Iron Man 2 15. Okay. So mine is similar uh, to start with, maybe unsurprisingly. Um, number 20 for me is The Incredible Hulk. Although I, I think it should How be said, dare you? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I think that I, maybe in general with a lot of these movies, I like them a bit better, but I feel like, you know, there are things about this movie that, that redeem it a bit more for me than for you, I think. Um, That's but we fair. can talk about that in a moment. Um, so Hulk is 20 for me. 19 is the first Thor. Number 18 is Iron Man 2. Oh. Number 17 is no. Thor The Dark World. <laughs> number 16 is Ant-Man. And number 15 at the very top of my tier three and almost tier two is Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, okay. Notable subtraction. I don't hear Captain Marvel. I didn't hear you nope. say that there. It feels weird <laughs> to not say it in tier three, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little crazy, but. You know. I hear you. I hear you, but you heard right. One of my favorite things about doing this rewatch on this podcast has been that we've gotten feedback from people and it's been interesting to hear people's opinions. Like I thought objectively some of those things you can't really argue, but for example, like my dad loved the first Thor and right. my point is there's some stuff that other people just prefer and that's okay. I also a little bit struggle with Ant-Man and the Wasp being that low. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Because it's a good movie, and but that's the that's the struggle with me. It's like I'm I'm looking at the ones that I have above it, and this is what I always come back to. Like the the reason I get into the Incredible Hulk is whenever I sit down to watch the Incredible Hulk, it is the least removed from the greater MCU because of the the actor change, and we don't really see any of those characters pop up again other than Bruce Banner, and that's arguably not even the same Bruce Banner and Ross. Um, and well, yeah, but in the in the same there, it's like the the character has had such a revelation since we saw him in the Incredible Hulk. That's even a different thing. But even then, to the degree that it is connected to the universe, I still enjoy sitting down to watch it. Like I remember when we recorded that episode, I enjoyed watching that movie, and it is the last on my list, and it is way worse than the ones above it. But so then, once you're looking at like the top of my tier three, like those are still movies I would be happy to watch at any sure. given point, you know? For sure. So it's it's very difficult. We also need to add here that we both love the Craig Armstrong Hulk theme. I'm <laughs> so glad you brought that up. on our playlist, yeah. we both kind of like had a secret confession about that. Like, I kind of actually like the Hulk theme. Is yep. that bad? It's like we both were ashamed to say it. But no, <laughs> it's actually kind of good. It um, is good. And, 
it's interesting. Like if I had to look at that list and say, like for me, Thor The Dark World was the third worst movie. It's number 18. But uh-huh. I would probably rather rewatch that film than any of those other ones. Isn't that weird? Like if I had to yeah. say, what am I going to put on tonight? It'd probably be that one. Or Iron Man 2. And I have a beef with Iron Man 2 because I get that it's not a great plot. Nothing revolutionary happens. Besides that, though, everything else is pretty good. I think it's still really funny. I think it's still well acted. There's a lot of strengths in that movie. That's why I've always ranked it higher than you. So it hurts me to hear you put it at 18. But, you know, I'll live. Yeah. I'm not saying it's amazing. Now, again, I have it at 15, so it's not like we're way, way, way off, but still. Right. I have... Yeah, I mean, for me, the the big question was always Thor The Dark World versus Iron Man 2. And I think we talked about this a bit at the time. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And this is this is how we started this whole podcast with me joking about this. But Thor The Dark World is one of those movies that I just know is not great in so many <laughs> ways. But you're right. Like, if I'm looking at this list and you're like, hey, you have to watch one of these movies, it's going to be Thor The Dark World. <laughs> Yes, I know. You I don't know love what's wrong Thor with the Dark us. World. This is such a fitting end to this because we get to work some more <laughs> Thor Dark World talking. Right. Okay, let's move on. You tell me your next chunk, your tier two. Now, I think our tiers are actually slightly different here as far as the amount of movies, but you go yes. first and I'll respond after that. Yeah, so my my tier one is slightly larger than yours, which means my tier two is, is a bit smaller. Um, so... This will maybe make you feel a bit better. Number 14 in my tier two is Captain Marvel. Okay, good. But, you know, I do, I think there's a jump there. And your wife is so mad at us for doing right, that. Right, right. <laughs> so this is one that, I, that I, I debated some where this fit, because originally I had this a, a bit higher. I wound up swapping it with what is now 13, which is Doctor Strange. Oh. Or that's... Part of that oh. is I was I was watching the other day. I was rewatching Doctor Strange as as part of my my quarantine time passing, and I do think I do think that part of it for me is Captain Marvel is this is kind of how it how it pans out. I think Captain Marvel is better on paper. It's a more interesting plot. I think the way it's structured is more interesting, but I think Doctor Strange is just executed really really well. And I think it's executed so well that it gets the slight edge over Captain Marvel because I think that there are elements of Captain Marvel, like we've talked about, that that aren't executed as well, even though it's like, I love the plot, I love the villain, you know, like there are all these things that, that work really well theoretically, but just on the ground. So... Number, Let number me pause 14. you there and jump in and say, I agree. Captain Marvel, for me, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, first of all, go back and listen to all our episodes because we'd appreciate it. But if you haven't, <laughs> that's my thing with Captain Marvel. It's the weirdest one for me personally to rank because I look at it and go, on paper, I actually think I like it. Like, it's a tier two movie. I should move it out of tier three. I should put it towards the middle. Um, some of the visuals are really cool. And the, the plot is really well done and I actually like a lot of the side characters. For some reason, I, I've never been able to put my finger on it. I just don't love the film uh, beyond right. that. I don't know what it is. Like, again, I would not rewatch it. it would, I would watch Thor Dark World over it. But I know on paper it's executed well. Uh, so that's why I'm just stuck with that right. one in particular. Continue. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've wrestled with those, but I, I do feel good about putting Doctor Strange above that at number 13. Number 12 which again is kind of close with Doctor Strange, but number 12 for me is Iron Man 3. Okay. 
Number 11 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Number 10 is Captain America the First Avenger. Okay. And number 9, which is the top of my tier 2, is Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. We're actually way more similar, I think, than you think. Okay. Um, so my number 14, which is the bottom of my tier two, is Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I gave you a hard time about that, but it's only really one spot I ahead. I see, okay. Because okay. of Captain Marvel, I think, that's the one that's displaced. Um, right. Number 13, Iron Man 3. Number 12, Captain America, the first Avenger. If you remember, I moved that up a ways. Right. And now that feels okay, right? It's only a couple spots yeah, away yeah, from yeah. you. So that doesn't feel like such a terrible spot. Um, number 11, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is exactly what you had. Yep. Number 10 is Doctor Strange for me. Okay. So it's just three apart. That's not crazy. Yeah, it's not too far apart. We basically we get- have Doctor Strange and, and Captain America 1 swapped. Right. Now here's the most controversial one of the whole list. Number 9 is Black Panther which is oh, not wow. in your tier two. That's why my tier two is larger. And then number eight, Avengers Age of Ultron. So again, the top of my tier two is the same as your right. top, but it's just a different thing. If I had to say, again, which movie would I rewatch? It'd probably be Age of Ultron right now. So that's kind of why that one's same. sitting at the top. Yeah, that's a fun one for me just to put on in the background for some reason. Yeah. It's an easy movie yeah, to rewatch. And, and it's a, it's an, it brings up an interesting question, right? Because Age of Ultron is by and large, considered the worst of the Avengers movies, one of the weaker MCU films. And we've talked about how it's underrated in our opinion. But Thor well, The Dark and World... and we both have it ranked as the worst Avengers movie. Still right, good, true, but true. quote-unquote worst, yeah. True. And Thor The Dark World is obviously ranked pretty low on most lists. But it is interesting that those are the two that we want to go back and watch for whatever reason. And I don't know why <laughs> that true. is. I don't either. I mean, I could, I could defend Age of Ultron and give you sure. a lot of reasons, you know. Number eight is pretty high on this list. So that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Like, I wouldn't go back and rewatch Captain America one like you would. That's a massive difference. Right. I would probably toss on Age of Ultron or maybe even Doctor Strange or Guardians two. I also don't find myself rewatching Iron Man three. So, right, right. Yeah, it's just weird. Again, like, I'd probably rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy two, maybe before Doctor Strange, even though it's ranked below. So again, yeah. just kind of strange. Yeah, see, I as I'm looking at my tier two here, I, I I still, I mean, we say this is definitive, but these these could flux some. Um, I think more than more than my tier three or tier one, these could just because I'm looking at it like for me, Guardians two is one that I every time I rewatch it, I love and have such an emotional reaction to and laugh a ton that it's like that one could easily. You know, but but again, you know, I have it above Doctor Strange and Iron Man Three. It's it it's basically I can't put it above Captain America: The First Adventure. I mean, come on, you know. No, no. But. Guardians Two is after Doctor Strange for me because of those things. I was mad at Guardians Two for not including more MCU generic type stuff, and right. I think sometimes the humor is just trying too hard. It's like a very extreme case of Guardians One, and not always for the better. Yeah. For me. And then yeah. Black I, Panther, I, think, yeah. I also don't love, but because it's doing so much, that's what I said in that episode, I moved it above Doctor Strange. My heart tells me to move it a little bit down, but wow. I can't justify yeah. doing that. So, 
Yeah. So again, Hulk 20, Thor 19, Thor the Dark World 18, Ant-Man 17, Captain Marvel 16, Iron Man 2, 15, Ant-Man the Wasp 14, Iron Man 3, 13, Captain America the First Avenger 12, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 11, Doctor Strange 10, Black Panther 9, Age of Ultron 8. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm at number 20, Incredible Hulk, number 19, Thor, Number 18, Iron Man 2. 17, Thor the Dark World. 16, Ant-Man. 15, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 14, for Tier 2, Captain Marvel. 13, Doctor Strange. 12, Iron Man 3. 11, Guardians 2. 10, Cap the First Avenger. And 9, Avengers Age of Ultron. So for my top tier, the reason there's a line after Ultron is because, as I've always said... Any of these movies I'm about to name, they have maybe some minor problems, but this is where my scoring system gets off, right? Because almost all these would be like 95 or above, in my opinion, as a movie critic. But I have to change them. So my number seven is The Avengers. And the line there is almost strictly because of significance at the time. Like, I maybe even like watching Age of Ultron now more, maybe, but... Mm -hmm. I just will never forget at the time walking out of the theater and my friend saying, well, that was like the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Right. And I just remember the impact of seeing all the characters together. It was something I'd never seen in my whole life. It was so fresh. There are flaws with that film. Sure. When you rewatch it, but that's why it's top tier and age of Ultron isn't. So that's my number seven. Iron Man is number six for me. And if you remember one of my leftovers was I flopped those movies. Right. Avengers and Iron Man. Here's where we're getting real fun. Number five is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh Uh-huh. Which some people have as like a top three movie overall. Right. And again, remember this list is a little bit skewed because we still have two Avengers movies coming up that we both love. So keep in mind, these might slide down a little bit. Right, right, right. Number four, which got a promotion on this viewing, a big promotion, Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow, okay. I used to have Far From Home ahead of Homecoming, and now we haven't got there yet. But I think I'm going to end up switching that, I think, because I enjoyed Homecoming so much on this viewing, so much more than I used to, too. Right. Some weird reason. So number four, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number three, Captain America Civil War. There it is. Which I should also say that, one, our audience seems to love like me, more than you. And (laughs) for some reason, that's like one of our most listened to episodes. So people can't get over Captain America Civil War, which is my dream. I love (laughs) that you feel that way. (laughs) Amen. I've rewatched that one so many times for all the reasons. Um, Number two is the one we just did, Thor Ragnarok. Um, for everything we just said last week. So if you want a bigger explanation of that, tune into last week's episode. And my number one film that I have watched thus far of the 20 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Man. Peter, take my hand, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I got chills just doing that, reenacting. (laughs) Okay, so let's hear your talk. I've actually been really, (laughs) you've been so excited about Guardians lately. It's been making me want to go back and watch it. 
Uh, clarify. Um, I've been excited about Guardian since it came out. So it's not a lately <laughs> thing. <laughs> so as I said, my tier one is a bit larger than yours. I have eight there. Um, and it will potentially go up in the next few weeks as we reach these Final Adventures movies. But um, That'll work perfectly for you then because you will probably have 10, right? So you have a top 10 as your tier one. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to start off real controversial here and making a, another change based on prior viewings. I think I know what this is. Um, well, I've got a few changes, so just get ready. Okay. okay this one okay. you're not going to love. Number eight for is me. Civil War. Is Captain America Civil War. Yes, you moved it down. I knew it. <laughs> Audience, revolt. We started a revolution. Make you sure you, you are in the pamphlets. minority there, I think. I think so. I think so. And it's hard for me because, I mean, it's tier one. Like, and I, I very much subscribe to what we've said where it's like, these are all largely interchangeable for me once you get for into sure. this tier. But it is a notable difference, three and eight. It is, it is. And part of like, whenever we did this episode, I had bumped it above Iron Man and the Avengers. Um, and I've recently watched both of those. And for me, like, as I've been trying to kind of sort through some of these tier one movies, Part of the reason that I've made all the changes that I have with my tier one comes down to like, what movie do I think on its own is just, is kind of like iconic, like it brings its own. Like if I'm going to show someone like, Hey, this is a Marvel movie. Like if I can show someone one Marvel movie, you know, where would this fall as compared to this other movie? And that's kind of how I was trying to rank some of them. And for me, as much as I love civil war and as much as I love cap, obviously, some of the other ones above it, I think, on their own, just shine in a in a particular way that I'm not sure Civil War does without all of the backstory that makes Civil War mean so much for me. Now, I don't think that makes Civil War a worse movie. It was just kind of the way that I had to try to sort through these. So Okay, I can so let it slide. That's why Civil War winds up below my number seven, which is Iron Man. Because okay. I just think Iron Man is such a tight fun, like nearly perfect movie. Like I know we talked about how it's aged a bit in certain ways, but it's like, it, it's like Civil War. I, if I were going to show it to someone, I would have to make a lot of disclaimers. I think I don't have to do that with Iron Man. Like I show someone Iron Man and I'm just like, get ready. You're about to have a great okay, time. Okay. 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 Hold on. You're right about you don't have to do it with Iron Man, but you don't have to do it with Civil War either. You maybe have to give them backstory. It's not a standalone movie at all. They wouldn't understand what's going on, right. but you don't have to give disclaimers of like quality. No, I mean, no, 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 objectively just great. But I will like in say, in some ways, I would say, like film technique wise, it's objectively better than some of the ones you're about to say. I think. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I'm just thinking of like, like Candace, for instance, has always yes. been bored by Civil War, but she's seen all the Marvel movies. But she loves Iron Man. Like she, she loves the Avengers. Like she loves like, and it's yeah. because for her the stuff that we love, like it doesn't like all of the backstory doesn't resonate quite as strongly. I don't think. And also like all the action scenes that I think are really fun. She gets really bored by. And so I think that it's just like, there's something about these movies that I have above it that whether it's like, you want to call it broader appeal or something that's just like, a, I don't know, a bit more standalone, but that's, sure. that's what I mean by that. Like whenever I say disclaimers, I think if I were to show someone civil war, I would be like, you know, there's a lot going on here that you may not fully appreciate if you haven't dug That's into fair. these like we have. So 
Iron Man, again, I, gosh, it's just a great movie. And Robert Downey Jr.'s performance in that movie is is like a little different than what we get from him in some of the other movies. I'm not saying it's better, but it's just like every time I go back and watch it, it's so much fun. So, and partially it's there because of how well it stood the test of time and right. that we just arguably wouldn't be here right now if that movie wasn't made, which is just kind of right. wild to think about. So it deserves to be up there. Which applies as well to my number six, which is the Avengers. Right. Um, and again, I've struggled with that because I would, I mean, I think Captain America. See, America's that's a movie for me, what I was saying, that's a little wonky at times, right. which is kind of weird to say. Yeah, Because yeah, it's no, unbelievable. It but because of how foundational it was, that's why it's there for me. Yeah, well, and it's, but I flip flopped Iron Man because Iron Man's also foundational, but doesn't have the wonkiness. Sure, so. that's true. I think for me, the reason Avengers has to be where it is is because, as much as I love Civil War and Iron Man, I nothing makes me feel the way in oh, those movies that that final circle up scene does. Oh, it's true. in the Avengers. You know, like I've just I've got even for even if I'm just ranking that scene alone, you know, like what that brings yep. to me. Um, okay, so my number five is actually the same as yours, I think. I've got Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, exactly which, the same. I, you know, again, we've talked about as a near, pretty much all of these are just nearly perfect movies. My number four is also the same as yours, I think. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. My number three. Yeah, here we go. Is Black Panther. Is Black Panther. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ah! Oh, dude. <laughs> I, and, I love it. It's just we're hugely off on that. Nine to right. three. Even even right now, as we're looking at it, like what I like about my top five is is I do think that they all well, my top tier in general, I think shows kind of a sample of everything the MCU can be or, or like at its best. And I just think Black okay. Panther, you know, like we've said, does some stuff so uniquely and so well that it has to be where it is. Um now what I've what I've struggled with here are my top two. And if you're keeping track, you know what those are. And I've gone back and forth on which goes where. And I think I'm going to have to do... <sighs> I think I'm going to wind up in the same spot as you. Oh, you're switching it. My I number thought you were going to say Ragnarok. Okay. It's Thor Ragnarok. And my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. And that you're is a allowed huge to jump put, for me. You're allowed to put Thor Ragnarok first if you want. You're allowed I know, to. I'm not trying to pressure you into it. I know, but here's the thing, and I've thought about this a lot. Like it's the same thing I was just saying with Iron Man. I don't know if people care about about how much this has been going on in my head, but what's been going on in my head is like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is is truly iconic, I think. You know, like I love Ragnarok so much. And and obviously, like you were listening, if you listened to our episode last week, you know this. We have to also say that part of your disclaimer, you've always said this to me off air, and I don't know if you've said this on air ever, which is there's just a part of your heart that sees the MCU through the lens of like your Avengers, right. like Iron Man, Tony, Thor. So it's weird for you to put a movie that has nothing to do with those three on top of all the other movies, right? Just your heart is a little bit more attached towards the original crew. And that's fair. Right. Right. But you're still moving it above just because of the iconicness, I guess. Well, I'm moving it above just because I, I, the more I've thought about it, and even watching Ragnarok, it's not that Ragnarok went down in my mind watching it, but I, I just kept thinking there's something about that Guardians movie that, like, you're right, it is just pretty much, like, the, again, going by, like, if I had to show someone a Marvel movie and I was like, look at how great a Marvel movie could be, 
I think that I would be tempted to pull out Guardians more than I would be Ragnarok, even though I right love there, Ragnarok. Yeah, you know, it would right be so close. Yeah. But it's just because like Guardians is it 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 has such a unique feel to it. It changed so much of the tone of the MCU for the better. And I think it's just gonna stand the test of time. I think Ragnarok will too, but I think it's one of those where like Whenever I talk to people, when we were, I think I've told you this, but me and a bunch of friends were ranking kind of just top 10 movies of the decade period around the new year. Mm. And I had several friends that are not huge Marvel buffs put Guardians on that list. And I think that says something. Yeah, I have so many interesting thoughts here. We had a listener ask us what would be our Mount Rushmore of Marvel films. And this is what is fascinating to me. On first glance, part of me says, oh, just put one, two, three, four on there. That's what it'd be. But you kind of view these rankings a little bit more the Mount Rushmore way, which is what does this movie give me? What does this movie provide? And does it provide it better than the other candidates that are trying to provide the same thing? If that makes sense. So you say something like, I can't have Black Panther and Spider-Man up there because they both do this or whatever, but you're right. like comparing it that way. Whereas I'm just kind of going, what are my four like favorite experiences when I first saw it? Right. Kind of vibe or like, what do I just prefer? But where I want to acknowledge what's interesting about that is to me, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is literally flawless. Like, I don't right. know that I could think of one thing about it visually, acting, directing, dialogue, action, heart. I think it's literally flawless. What's interesting to me is like, I did find like two or three things with almost all of these other movies in some tiny, tiny, minuscule way. Right. And here's where it gets really interesting. I'm going to probably rank these last two Avengers movies really high, maybe even higher. And yet I don't think they're flawless. Does that make Hmm. sense? Like, so that's where I say, look, I think Guardians is maybe one of the only movies in the entire MCU that is literally without a problem but it's not going to be my number one overall because of some of my heart towards what you're saying. Tony, Cap, Steve, Nat, like I want to see them a little bit. Another interesting note about this top tier. Sorry, maybe people don't even care about this. I don't know, but... (laughs) Hey, if they're um, listening, they're listening, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, You know how I like ensemble movies? Well, that's one of the things that a movie like Thor Ragnarok had it just been Thor without those other things, it would have been an unbelievable movie in this hypothetical world, but it probably would have fallen below like Civil War for me and maybe a couple others. But with Ragnarok, I still got basically an ensemble movie. So that's what kind of like differentiates that to be like the top two. It's a better movie than Civil War, I think. And I still get ensemble. So right. It's so neck and neck there. And and I think, you know, I am probably more tempted to watch Thor Ragnarok on any given day because I just love watching Thor. And you're right, it's connected to the original Avengers for me. But again, I think I just, part of me thinks on this, on this rewatch, Guardians is one that I almost take for granted sometimes. Like, it's just so good and everyone loves it, but it's like, it's easy for me to forget how just like apart from all of this, I almost like, and this is so weird, but I do think we we brought this comparison up at the time, but I almost think of it like Black Panther. And I know those movies are so different from each other, but in that, like, those are the two movies that I think really stand out from the pack in terms of 
of like you, it doesn't really matter if you care about the MCU. Like these movies bring something aside from like, oh, I love Marvel characters and I love this like Marvel world. And I think that that just, in both cases, I have to honor that. One more point to kind of reiterate what I was trying to say. Winter Soldier is fascinating for me because Hmm. if you had to say what are the most flawless movies in the MCU, I'd probably say Guardians and then maybe Winter Soldier. Like when I rewatch it, I can't find a single thing wrong with it. But for some reason, my heart just isn't quite as attached as it is to like Civil War or Homecoming. And Civil War, like you said, is probably a messier, more controversial plot. It's a messier film. But I just like it more. I don't know what it is. Winter Soldier is some people's number one and it is perfect. Yeah. But it's it's all the way down at five for me. See, and that's interesting for me because, and again, I don't know what this means for these lists, but I am on this, like, I am more tempted to watch Civil War on any given day than Winter Soldier. But I know Winter Soldier is a better movie, you know? That's what I'm saying. We've both felt kind of the same way about that movie. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. But yeah. relative to these... I just don't like it as much. I don't know what it is. I think part of it is it's like part of the, again, and this is, this is what's interesting is like part of what makes Winter Soldier, I think so critically acclaimed is how much it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Like it, it like it takes Captain America who was this like so over the top, almost cheesy character initially in both first Avenger and in ways in the Avengers movie and makes him this kind of like on the ground spy figure almost and for me i think it's so cool and i love watching it but i'm like oh like i kind of want i I like superhero captain america like i like oh you've said that before yeah yeah like i like watching him fight big aliens with hulk you know like i I kind (laughs) of want that version of him no that's not it for me like i like this version better you know but i get it agree to disagree i don't know what it is besides that i think it's maybe the lack of some of the other characters like the ensemble thing and a little bit of that kind of like fun like maybe chemistry vibe like the the humor the you know it's a little bit lacking in that film i mean again relatively speaking i love all these okay right right, that's enough though (laughs) i can't wait to still watch the last two because I have such crazy feelings about Infinity War and Endgame and how this fits in here. If you just tuned in and you fast forward all the way to whatever, 30 minutes or whatever, here is my (laughs) 1 through 20 from 1 to down, okay? Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 1. I'm not going to say the number every time. Thor Ragnarok, Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, The Avengers, End of Tier 1, Age of Ultron, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Captain America, The First Avenger, Iron Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, End of Tier 2. Iron Man 2, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, Thor, The Dark World, Thor, and The Incredible Hulk. And let me just add, I like all the movies, so just go watch them. They're so fun. (laughs) And you're quarantined to your house, so what are you going to do anyways? Just go watch them. Just go watch them. Um, Especially any of these Tier 1 movies. If you haven't seen these movies, shame on you. Gosh, as I'm looking at this, I'm still debating Ragnarok and no, Guardians, Kyle. This is it now. This is it now. This is it like I like now like I can still change. Is that what you're saying? Well, I feel like your heart wants to do Ragnarok, but your brain says Guardians. I think my heart does want to do Ragnarok. <laughs> you know, hey, what? I went with my heart a lot too. So, 
I'm going to follow my heart here. You know what? Okay, I love he's Guardians. Changing it. He's literally Guardians. changing it after <laughs> four months of tweaking it on the actual episode. I love I'll, it. I'll be changing this for forever. But yes, okay. And, and you know, I like this. I think this reflects you and I's you and <laughs> I just explained here. it for 10 minutes and now you're changing it. <laughs> um. Okay, so again, it is obviously so neck and neck because I'm just changing it in real time. But I am going to give the slight edge, even though, like I said, I think it's maybe less iconic and less standalone because my heart says that Thor is just my guy um, and it fits my kind of uh, my preference for the original Avengers. I'm going to give Thor Ragnarok the number one slot, which feels so great. It's such a good movie. Um, And that makes Guardians number two, Black Panther number three, Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain America Winter Soldier, the Avengers, then Iron Man, then Civil War as my tier one. Tier two, Avengers Age of Ultron at number nine, then Captain America the First Avenger, then Guardians 2, Iron Man 3, Doctor Strange, and then Captain Marvel to close out the tier. Tier three, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man, Thor the Dark World, Iron Man 2, Thor, and the Incredible Hulk as number 20. And that's my list. Okay, and like we said, we're going to make some kind of cool graphic for this, I think, so that people can see it yeah. a little more visually than just rather than just listening to it. But, man, it's fun and it's kind of stressful <laughs> to rank them stressful. because I love them all so much. But I know, I hate, again, I hate being on record like this because now I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I can't just go and tweak yeah. these like every other day. I want to say that I personally kind of love that you tweaked that at the last second because I feel like I had almost talked you into Guardians of the Galaxy 1, like off air, combined with what we did on podcast. Right. And so I've, I feel like your heart has always said Thor Ragnarok. That's the right decision. It just, that's, that's where you've always been. I think that's true. I think that's true. I just kind of talked you. You had other people <laughs> talk you into it too, you know? What I love is that you know me when it comes to this better than I know myself. <laughs> That's probably fair (laughs) with the ranking at least. (laughs) Well, like we said, you guys can find that graphic on social media at the FFW podcast and the FFW podcast.com. Yep. And if you have your own rankings, feel free to submit them. Like tag us on social media at the FFW podcast on your stories so we can see it or comment on one of our posts. And we'd love to, to hear yours. Tell us where we're crazy. Yeah, and, and if nothing else, you can always go to our website um, and the contact page. You can send us your list there. Um, we see those. We love True. responding to those. So any whatever is most convenient for you, but we would love to see how your lists are and kind of where they stack up against ours. Thank you, as always, for listening. We say it, but we really, truly mean it. Like, I'm not just glossing over it. We're actually so grateful that we get to do this and that people listen and they tune in oh, yeah. and they give us feedback and it's so fun. And so we're so grateful for all you guys. Do all that stuff still and still subscribe, still tell your friends. We want to grow this thing. And really soon we're going to have an announcement of how we're going to kind of handle season two and April and some of the other stuff. So there's a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yep. So hang with us. Thanks for being here. We love you all. This has been Friends from Work. Friends from Work.